Hola everyone, welcome to this edition of the Art, Love, and Woke Magic podcast. I am Brandy Sky, and today is all about a new month and your medicine tarot reading for the month of July. Like, I can't believe we're already in July. It's already the third. It is a full moon in Capricorn, and Capricorn is my sun sign, and so this being a full moon, I just feel like so much extra, like... Bing! And sunshine and rays and just feeling really grateful and present for my life and for all of y'all fine folks. So I wanted to start off this episode a little bit different and share with you if you are following along with the Woke Magic Grimoire, this medicine reading is going to be really, really good and a place that I would record like your notes that you have or any kind of like aha moments when it comes to the card that we're uh, reading this month. I would turn to page 39 of your spring Woke Magic Grimoire, I'm sorry, your summer Woke Magic Grimoire. And here we have the full moon reflection. So this would be a really beautiful spot to kind of go through this, but then take notes on what this reading is about. But also you could do it here as well. Or option three is you can turn to the back and all of these pages that have the woke magic logo are yours to copy paste record notes just to add anything in that you want to add in and so i would open that up get that ready so that way you can capture all the magic in one area so you're not looking for like me random post-it notes and index cards I'm going to show you. So for those of you listening to the podcast, you might want to head over to YouTube and check out because there's some visuals that go along with this podcast. You see the stacks of like notes and stuff that you have to go through. So keeping it all in one place is such a beautiful way to track record, but also to start to see patterns because that's what we're really trying to do when we are in the process of reclaiming our magic and really using our medicine as a potent, powerful place for personal transformation, but also global transformation. And so I really want to encourage you to start to put all your theme things together. And if you are working with magic, like I am, the Woke Magic Grimoire is a really great place to do that. So this is where I would recommend you take some notes. But if you have the spring Woke, Ma or sorry, the winter Woke Magic Grimoire, um, you will see on page, let's see, my pages are covered, on pages 33 and 34, that this is where your new moon in Capricorn. You can see it right here. Your new moon in Capricorn. This is where you're going to find all of your new moon intentions, your wishes, your um, dreams and visions that you are calling into your life. And one of the things that I love doing is even if you don't have the Woke Magic Grimoire and you have a place where you... Um, have gone and, and written your new moon intentions, like go back and visit those intentions that you had 
for the new moon in Capricorn and see how it's come to fruition in the full moon, this full moon Capricorn. And write your aha moments, write the patterns that you see, the connections that you make, write that down. One of the most important elements of these monthly medicine tarot readings is that I really want you to begin to see the patterns of how the solar monthly medicine reading um, connects to your new moon, let's say, card reading, or how this card reading that I'm going to get ready to share with you connects to the reading that you did for yourself. There are so many nuances and ways in which spirit and the universe can communicate to us through like all of these different channels, but we have to be aware. We have to be open. We have to be receptive to that, which is a really kind of great, um, transition into our card of the month. But I really want to like zigzag back and say it's really important for you to begin to see those connections and not just see the connections, but then start to see the pattern between them, the, the pattern that you have for yourself, the pattern that perhaps the universe is trying to tell you and the pattern of how it all connects together into your life and into your creativity, your art, your love and your woke magic. So I wanted to start off with that because I really want to invite you to really sink deeply into these medicine readings and and integrate them into your personal praxis, you know, spiritual praxis, medicine praxis, magic praxis, because this is another layer for you to go even deeper into what is being presented at you or with you or for you. So the card for July is a very interesting card. We were talking about receptivity. We were talking about being an open channel. And the card for July is the Two of Cups. And so I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I have a harder time with the quote unquote sweeter cards of the tarot than I do with like the deep um, uh, layered cards. So like the death card or the three of swords, like I have a, a more organic natural relationship to those cards than I do with the sweeter cards. And so whenever a card like this that I see as a sweeter card comes up, the first thing that always happens is I'm like, oh, and then I I, I let I feel that and then I'm like okay so what is this uh, feeling like what is that about so I get curious about what that is for me and for me that feeling like whenever the two of cups comes up or the lovers or any of these things that have to do with like love and relationships that like natural uh, comes from <laughs> the truth that I am not a relationship tarot reader, right? So like I, when I'm doing one-on-one -on -one readings with my clients, my like zone of genius is that 
personal transformation, magic as a tool and vehicle for personal transformation. So magic as a tool and tarot as a tool for the self versus like tarot as a way of asking about those things without, right? Like relationships to others. So when I get to a sweet card that has to do with like love or relationship with other, my initial instinct is to go, ah, right? And then, you know, I get curious. I learn that it is because, you know, relationship readings aren't my zone of genius. But then what I do, and this is where most people don't stop when they are, this is where they stop when they get to a place where they're uncomfortable or it doesn't feel like, or they know already, like, I don't do relationship readings. Like, it's just not my forte. They normally just stop there. But what I want to invite you to do and what I invite myself to do whenever I'm feeling this way is I turn that, right? I turn the mirror that's facing outside, right? The two of cups is about, you know, traditionally about a union, right? A, it is the baby version of the lover's card, right? The lovers could be seen as like the mature, um, major arcana archetype. And this is really like the beginning of where that lover's relationship, you know, stretches to. And so whenever I start to feel like that and I start I start seeing or reading or sensing like the traditional meaning being something outside, I turn that mirror on to myself. And so when this card came up for us in July, it felt really potent and powerful one for me to share that story with you of how I deal with these ugh, moments, right? And how I turn it into a lesson for me, but then also how important it is, especially when we're reading tarot for ourselves or we're doing any kind of magic um, to bring that magic to really turn that lens to to really kind of turn that whole entire eye of the universe onto ourselves and so when this card came up I was like so what am I we us trying to create a union with what are we in partnership with right? We are already in the middle of 2023. And so we are in that Nepantla between like the, the energy and the crux of like our new year's resolutions, our intentions, our word of the year. And we're kind of like in the middle. And then here on the other end of the spectrum is like the end of the year. And it's like, oh shit, you know, did I get everything done? Like I'm, it's half of the year is gone. And like, did I really do what I want to do? So we're like in this Nepantla middle space. So we could see the, uh, the beginning of the year as one cup and we can see the end of the year as another cup. And so here we're being asked to look at these two cups together, right? So if this cup is the beginning of the year, this cup is the end of the year, like what is the union that we are creating together here and now with what we have, right? And so this is a really beautiful month in time to see, okay, what aspects of my creativity, of my intentions, of my life, am I really trying to create a union with? What is the interrelation between what happened the beginning of the year, what I want to happen in the future, and where I am now? We are in that 
um, beautiful liminal space where we have information about where we've been and like what we what we could what could have gone better that we can then take and and kind of alchemize and marry in ourselves so that then we can turn the rest of this solar year into something that is so deeply magical and supportive of ourself and our dreams and so that was one of the really big um, messages that came through. The other thing that I really, that, that came through when I was, I was sitting with this card is this idea of blending, this idea of converging and merging and like a bringing together. And what I wanted to do, and again, if you're listening to this podcast, I invite you to pause it and, and check out the YouTube video because I'm going to show you a couple of different two of cups and what I want you to do is kind of pause when you find one that resonates with you and then um, do a quick little download for yourself. So this is a very praxis point in the in the monthly reading. So again, bring out your woke magic grimoire, do the work in there so you already have it captured. Um, so I'm going to show you um, three different versions. So the first version of the Two of Cups is we have the Rider Waite version, which is a female presenting and male presenting humans holding two cups. And it appears as the male presenting human is touching the hand or at least reaching out to the hand of the female presenting. And then here we have the symbol of Hermes. We have the Cassidius. Is that the way you pronounce it? You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, the serpent and the uh, two serpents and the wand. And then we have what looks like very much the angel that appears in the lover's card, but this time the head is replaced with the lion. So there's the first one. And if you're feel, feeling called to this image, or if this is invoking something for you, I want to invite you to pause and then write down your download. That's card number one. And this is from, and that's from the Rider Waite Smith deck. Um, card Version number two of the Two of Cups comes from the Queer Tarot, and we have two uh, female presenting folks here, and between their cups, we have a rainbow. And again, we have the figure, this time the figure on the, okay, yeah, like, like the other card, the figure on the right is reaching out their hand to the figure on the left. And so here we have a rainbow between the cups, right? So we have like some kind of bridge and behind there's some stars happening, which is very reminiscent of the star card. And again, here at the top, instead of having the symbol of healing and wisdom of Hermes, we have a cat with um, some stars as well. So if you're feeling called and something is resonating and being invoked in you, I, for this card and imagery, I invite you to pause and write. And the final version of the Two of Cups is my personal favorite and is from the Santa Muerte tarot deck. 
And here we have two just bare bones skeletons with their hearts, the red hearts really present within their rib cage. And we have the figure again on the right, reaching out to the figure on the left, the skeleton on the left. But instead of the cups being outside of themselves, right? Instead of the cups being something that they are holding out, they are the cups. The head in the space where like the skull would be are actual cups that are full of water. And we see the figure on the left pouring into the figure of the right where the figure, the skeleton on the right is touching the skeleton on the left. And so here is a whole different kind of interpretation of the Two of Cups. So before I move on, if you feel called to this imagery, again, press pause and write. And so the reason why I wanted to bring these three particular um, versions of the Two of Cups cards, and if you haven't done your reflection, I invite you to pause before um, listening to mine, because there's something Magic is nothing if it is not a reflection of the way we see ourselves in captured in the moment that we're feeling it. And so I really want to invite you before listening to why this is brought in or my meaning, create your own meaning and then come back to this and use it to strengthen and evolve your own meaning. So the reason why I wanted to bring specifically these three cards out, because we are talking about this idea of what are we creating? What are we communing with? Like, what what is it that we're bringing into fruition? And we're in this space of very present, very here now, straddling the past and the future, the year, all the things, right? The first version of the the cups, the two of cups, uh, the Rider Waite, there is a very clear um, a, a budding of connection, right? So the only thing touching really that we see physically are the hands, right? So this is very much the beginning of any kind of way in which we are opening. So most of us, when we are learning something new or we are, you know, invoking art or trying to develop a skill, we don't really just jump in. We are very rarely the fool. More often than not, we like dip a toe in, right? Like we like, like cautiously dip a toe in. Much like this figure uh, on the left touching the figure on the right with just their hand, right? It's like dipping the toe in, like we know something's about to uh, bloom because there's that energy and deep connection, but this is like the beginning of it. Like, it's just like the, the dipping of the toe and the reaching out of the finger and saying, okay, I'm curious, I'm going for the ride to see what happens. The second two of cups really kind of embraces what happens when we say a full body yes to whatever it is we are trying to commune or be in relationship with, right? So it's no longer just the finger touching. It's no longer just like the physical, slow, cautious dipping in, right? There is a connection. There is a bridge. There is a rainbow. A rainbow is nothing but a bridge between two ends, right? Which is very much where we are at. We are in this state of being the bridge because we're in the month of July. So this really is kind of like the moment for us to go 
which way do I want to go? Which direction? Like, what is it exactly that I am trying to bring and usher into my life? But not just that, really deepening into what the, the cups are, it's love, it's intuition. What is it that we love so much that we could do with forever? Like we could get so lost in time and we can, it, we love it so much that it just consumes us. Like, are we merging our life with that? Are we communing with that kind of fire, that kind of love for our life of what we are creating? And so this very much, this card with the cat is very symbolic of where we are here now and who and what we are, the moment and what we are embodying, which is the bridge. <clears throat> and so the final card and my favorite is what happens when we actually like we did the 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 dipping of the toe we're like okay i'm committing fully so i'm going to open myself up i'm going to be a bridge to that what is that you know that which is going to be as above so below like i'm going to be a bridge between this i'm going to be a channel like i'm going to be this thing is that we merge with it we we then blend with that thing. And so here we know that we logically know, right? Because we see with our eyes two separate skeletons, but the essence and the reading of the card of this one in particular is that there is no separation. It is when we are in divine alignment with our purpose and our passion and our creativity, there is no separation. There's no separation between what is wanting to be created, us as the creator, and the future of it coming into fruition, the manifestation of it. And so these three cards in particular show a very, very clear way of us communing and how we commune with that which we want to create that whether that's self-love whether that is developing our intuition and communing with spirit whether that's creativity like currently I'm writing a book so I'm in divine co-creation and relationship with this book and spirit and so that is the merging of the cups is me and this book and the divine and what I want it to be, what it wants to be, and, and then it being the bridge, me being the bridge between the two and, and ushering it out and manifesting out into the world. So how do we bring this into our life? I have two questions that I would love for you to use as prompts to feeling into this space of power that you are in, of you have the knowledge of what has happened in the beginning of 2023, and now you have this, this empowered moment of knowing that anytime you are here and then now you have the power to change everything. And so this other space of what you're calling in with the remainder of 2023. And so that those two questions are, and this might be tough because I know it was tough for me when I answer it, answered it. Do you love what you're doing? Do you love what, like, 
And by love, I don't mean just like, oh, I love you. No, I mean like, do you fucking love, like, do you love what you are working on? What you are in divine relationship with, right? Are you in love with the other cup? Are you in love, because you are one cup, are you in love with the other cup that you are in the majority relationship with, right? That could be a person, it could be yourself, it could be creativity, it could be magic, it could be whatever. So are you in love with what you are doing? Are you in love with that other cup, like deep soul fire in love? Inquiry number one. Inquiry number two is, do you love what you are merging your life with, right? So the first question is very much about the present, about what you are doing now. It is very much a um, microcosm, right? So the, the next inquiry is, do you love what you are merging your life with is the macro, right? Are you in love with whatever big motif or theme that is running through your life. So using my myself, for example, because I took myself through these questions. And this is why I said it was hard because like I was so these last the first part, the first half of 2023, I was so deeply immersed in entrepreneurship and in business and in all these things. And when I sat with this card, I asked myself, is this really what I love doing? The answer was no. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop running my business because I love serving my clients and my people. But it made me ask myself, what it is that, what do I like, love, love, love? And that has always been expression, creating, making, writing, performing. And so that was a really big, um, aha moment for me. So I wasn't in love with, I, with what I was doing. So I switched my days to meet what it is I love doing. And then when I took it on the bigger scope, do you love what you're merging your life with? And again, that answer was no, because it was getting so business heavy that I had forgotten that I am first and foremost an artist. I have always been an artist. I've always been a creator. I've always been a maker. I've always been a person who expresses. I'm a double Leo. Like it's in my nature to do that. And so the question then became, how do I shift focus while still maintaining this thing that I need for livelihood and that I need for, you know, to pay the bills for real life reasons. And that is the, the bridge, that answer is something that only you individually can answer. And it's something that, you know, I'm still sitting with for myself. You know, how do I bridge that? And, you know, what I'm learning right now is that, cause I'm in the thick of it, is it has to do a lot with, you know, how I arrange my day, what I make a priority, um, what I do first, um, how I, and how I approach life, right? It's a totally different vibe and energy approaching your life as an artist and creator and approaching your life as an entrepreneur and a business person. And so a lot of it is like internal shifts that nobody else would be able to see on the outside because they are just so like internal. But 
because they are internal, they are also the ones that are going to make the biggest ripple in the things I do outside of it. And so that's just a little example of how I use those two inquiries and the two of cups to really dive many, 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 many layers deeper underneath the traditional meaning of the card, underneath my, my initial feeling of like, oh, I don't like this card, instead of tossing it away and picking another card, like going deeper and then going deeper than what it could possibly mean for me. And so again, all of that was possible because I am a, I'm a Capricorn son. I'm a stickler for tracking and writing down and witnessing via paper my journey. And so the more that we get clear about where we are at and what is happening in our lives, the more clearly we'll be able to see the cup, we'll be able to see the relationship, we'll be able to go so much deeper because we're not having to spend our time in this superficial layer of, well, what is it do I want? Like what it, we already know because we've been tracking it for like seasons, for years, for months. I mean, this is my one, two, three. This is like my third season with the Wolf Magic Grimoire. And I know some of the folks out there, it's also their third season. And so that's like three and by three seasons, I mean like three full like cycles. So like three years of information that I then can go back and see where else the two of cups has shown up in my life. Like maybe it showed up in fall of 2021 when the first grimoire originated. So this is how we begin to make a life of magic and make a life of that is artful, but also influences our art. And it's also how we begin to come in alignment with our highest self and live that self now versus waiting until some other time. Okay, friends, I feel like that was a lot longer <laughs> than what I intended it to be. But I hope that you found it helpful. I hope that it serves you in multi-dimensional ways. And if you have any questions, please um, ask them below in the comments. If you love this video, please like and share. It really helps me um, not just get the message out, but it really, as artists, it's a very lonely life. And what I've learned as a creator in this realm versus a performer is that there's no instant gratification, right? Like I make this video and it's just me clapping going, un aplauso, Brandy, like it's just me, right? And so the the shares and the likes and the comments, it is a, it's the way that I, um, I love being in communion and communication. And it's the way that I bring that, like that energy and dynamic from performing into this more two-dimensional like realm and so I would love it if you talk to me let me know like what resonated with you if you have any questions your aha moments um please shoot them in the comments below subscribe to the channel subscribe to the podcast I love y'all so so much and I will see y'all next week in Lakesh.